Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. On Wednesday, of course, you heard that there was legislation going to go before the Cabinet. Well, the Cabinet has approved yesterday legislation that will see safe access zones set up outside facilities that provide abortion services, according, by the way, to the Irish Examiner. Uh, the exclusion zone will be established within 100 metres of all healthcare facilities that currently provide or can provide termination of pregnancy services. This will include a premises of hospitals, community care, secondary care centres, including GPs' offices and general practitioners. Of course, same thing. Health Minister Stephen Donnelly said he wants to see the legislation enacted this year. This will include the premises of hospitals and the community care and everything else. He said that under the proposed laws, conduct which internationally or reasonably influences the decision of a person either availing or providing termination services will be banned within the zones. This includes interfering with any service provider or any person accessing abortion services or blocking access to a healthcare premises. It also includes any behaviour that communicates in such a way as to deter or dissuade or attempt to deter or dissuade a person from accessing termination of pregnancy services will now be banned. Under the proposed laws, anti-abortion protesters will be fined and could be jailed for holding demonstrations outside healthcare facilities or GP offices or any service place that provides termination services. Uh, the introduction of safe access zones will protect the freedom to access taste termination services without impediment and the privacy of the, and the dignity of a woman accessing the health services as well as the service providers and their staff and in the course of their duties and responsibilities. Now, pro-life supporters have greeted the laws with anger and say that it infringes on their constitutional right to protest. And They claim that they are just offering women an alternative to an abortion and doing it peacefully. And Ellis Mulroy of the pro-life campaign said the government's plan to introduce exclusion zones sets a very dangerous precedent for denying freedom of expression and the right to peacefully assemble in public areas. Uh, she also said the proposal being put forward is wholly disproportionate and a wholly disproportionate response to the risk that a tiny number of people may at some point um, in the future engage in harassing behaviour close to an abortion facility. She said no one wants to see people being harassed when approaching a hospital or GP surgery where such uh, incidents do occur. The authorities, she said, already have a wide-ranging powers to deal with the situation under the existing Public Order Act. She described the proposals as regressive and draconian. So... The argument is abortion is legal in Ireland. Uh, We voted for a referendum. 67% of the voting population voted for it. That's democracy. You can argue about how the referendum was run all you want. But it is what it is. And women will be accessing services. And I'm not suggesting that people have been violent outside uh, hospitals or GP services. But people have been protesting and they may be holding up banners with saying things like abortion is murder or pictures of little coffins or whatever it happens to be. And according to the minister and according to the government, this is upsetting for women who are making a very difficult decision in life. The argument or the counter argument is, hold on for a second, we're peacefully protesting. That's our view on it. We're right. Our right to freedom of expression is in the Constitution. We're in a public place. The Constitution also allows you to uh, obviously uh, have a protest or have an assembly. Uh, as long as it's peaceful and you don't impede other people. In other words, as long as you don't stop anybody from getting the service and stand in their way, you're entitled to protest. So I don't know if this legislation will, by the way, will be appealed to the High Court or Supreme Court because some people would suggest it's unconstitutional, but others would suggest we need it because we need to protect women who want to access those services. But I want to know what way you stand in relation to this. Somebody says, by the way, Niall, how far will the, <laughs> the ban be? Now, I don't really know. I think it's 100 metres. 
I think that's what's been suggested, but it, somebody else had suggested it would be one kilometre. Now, that would be quite a long way, wouldn't it? So I think I think probably 100 to 200 metres or something like that. The legislation isn't there yet. We'll know when the legislation comes in, but I think it's 100. Well, let's say for the argument's sake, it's 100 metres. It's a fair bit of a distance. You know what I mean? It's a, the length of your road. Um, in other words, you'll be nowhere near the abortion clinic or nowhere the G- near the GP's office. You'll be a good bit away from it. Nobody will even see you if you want to protest. So I want to know if you agree with banning protests. Now, again, we're talking about peaceful protests because if a protest becomes violent or somebody harasses somebody, as they rightly said, the pro-life campaigners, there's already laws there to deal with that under the Public Order Act. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Do you agree with safe access zones around areas that provide termination services? In other words, do you agree with a ban on protesting against abortion? Uh, the number is 087-188-0008, right? Just to clarify in relation to that space, because somebody asked me there. In effect, this would introduce a 100-metre exclusion zone around all hospitals, GP practices, family planning clinics, and it applies to any facility that can provide, that can provide, that they don't have to be providing it, but that can provide abortion services, not just ones that currently do so. Somebody else says, Niall, all they're doing is praying. What harm are they doing? Well, you're entitled to your view as well. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. All right, 087-188-0008. Do you agree with a ban on protesting outside of these services. Maureen, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Maureen? Good afternoon, Niall. How are you? Good, Maureen. Nice to talk to you. Now, Maureen, there, there's no doubt that, you know, a woman is making a very difficult decision, be it a termination of pregnancy, she could be having a miscarriage, or she could be, should be going in for a scan for a pregnancy, whatever it happens to be, whatever service she's been provided. And to see people standing there, you know, with pictures of fetuses and coffins and whatever else, even though they may be doing it peacefully, can be very upsetting. Well... For a start, these protests are peaceful. Nobody is being intimidated. This is actually to shut down Catholicism because it's primarily Catholics you will see in these protests. And the ones you'll see with the rosary beads are Catholics. It's an anti-Catholic agenda. And I'm pro-life. And my job and every job of the pro-life person is to save every unborn baby they can. And there have been cases where many unborn babies have been saved right across the United States, even when, we had, when people were praying outside these clinics. But, the United, yeah, but, but, but in the United States, you'll be aware, as I have been aware, Maureen, yes, the people, that protesters took us a step further. And on many occasions, they shot or killed practitioners and well, doctors who perform terminations. Yeah, well, they're lunatics. Well, I would agree right? with you. They are lunatics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, peaceful protesting, praying. That is, that is against, that is against our right and as Catholics to pray in public peacefully. And if it happens to us, Niall, or any other Christian, it's going to happen to somebody else. Do you not think it's insensitive? Well, I'm giving you the no, counter argument. If, no, if you're standing there with a cross in your hand, and by the way, you have a right to do that. You have a right to, to obviously have your religion and have your religious beliefs and, and practice your religious beliefs. But do you think that if you're standing there outside, say, you know, a maternity hospital and you're standing there with your cross and a poster of a little coffin, a little white coffin or something like that, and a picture of a fetus in your hand, 
You know, now I'm not suggesting you're saying anything. I'm not suggesting you're shouting at anybody. But do you not think that might be insensitive? So let's say, for example, a woman is coming out who's just been given really bad news that she's and she's going to have a miscarriage. Do you think that's a bit insensitive? No, Niall, I don't. You see, this is another problem. This is because something is insensitive to somebody else. We are talking about the life of a baby here. We're talking about a human being. And I don't see anything wrong with that because this is the reality of abortion. This is what happens. And nobody can deny it. But it's not your reality. It's the person making that decision. It's their reality. It doesn't matter. It is reality. Whether people like it or whether they don't. And it's backed by science. An unborn baby, a human being, is killed. Murdered, there are no other words. Well, why, well, why, well, why aren't... Okay, well, let, me, let, well, let, me, let me ask you a question then. Divorce goes against the, uh, the beliefs of Catholic people, all right? So why not stand outside the, the circuit courts there up there at Smithfield or Phoenix House and, and protest? No, I'm only, I'm only asking. No, no, no. I'm only no, asking. If, if that goes I? against your religion, well, why not no, protest there I, too? Well, why... They're not killing each other, are they? No, I'm is not suggesting they are. Well, sometimes they no, may be. Wait, no, my point is, is there a human life at stake in a divorce court? No. There is, when it comes to an unborn baby, there is a human life being systematically destroyed. And many the time, it's just because this child is an inconvenience. And again, that is proven by data and figures. Not all of the time. Most, the majority of the time, now, the majority of the time it is, because it isn't certain in a lot of cases, used contraception. It's because the child is in the way I'm going to get rid. Well, pe- well people, we you, well, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. The majority of abortions or terminations are carried out because at that particular time in a person's life, they're not ready to have a baby, yeah. be it for financial reasons or maybe they have a career or whatever it happens to be or it was a pregnancy they hadn't planned. That would be the majority of cases, yes. Yeah, it would, yeah, it would. It would. But, but is that, is the, the argument, of course, during the referendum is, you know, we shouldn't judge others for the decisions they make. Like, I might not necessarily agree morally with the idea of abortion, but I would never judge you, Maureen, or Michelle, my next caller, I would never judge you uh, as a woman for making that decision. Yeah, but you see, again, the word judge. The word judge... Well, you are judging if you're standing there. Hold a second, Niall. Hold a minute now. The word judge, like all these other words that have been bandied around the place, is just being thrown out there again willy-nilly. There's judging a person... And that's judging a sin. Okay? The sin in your eyes because you're religious. uh, Yeah, well, it is in my eyes and it it is the truth. Well, well, it's not the truth. It's your truth. I don't believe in sins because I don't believe in religion. There's no such thing as anybody, there's no such thing as your truth. Well, it is your truth. truth. I don't believe in sins. No, no, there is truth and there's a lie. Okay. No, 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 no. You're, 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 what you're saying is that it's a sin and that's a fact. It's not a fact. It's your belief because you're religious. I'm not disrespecting your religion. That's your belief. I don't believe it's a sin. I might not agree with it morally, but I don't believe. I don't agree with the word sin. I don't understand yes, the word. but I don't believe in. I don't believe in this. Your truth either. Mm. But this judging, okay. judging, judging. Okay, we'll stay there for a second. Let me go to Michelle. Michelle, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you, Michelle? Good, thanks. Good. Now, Michelle, in relation to this legislation. Uh, I know pro-life campaigners Ellis Mulroy have said that we are it's disproportionate and it's regressive and draconian. And in other words, it's taking away people's right, like Maureen's, uh, to have a view and express her view. She can express her view in other ways. 
<laughs> and other ways that are not disruptive and harassment to people who are trying to access what is deemed a legitimate health service in this country. But in your eyes, it's a legitimate health service. And in the law's eyes, of course, it is a legitimate health service. But in her eyes, as a Christian, and by the way, not everybody who's pro-life would be Christian, but Maureen is a Christian, you're taking away her right to object to it. As long as she's doing it peacefully, if she doesn't do it peacefully and she attacks somebody or she harasses somebody, there's already a law there to deal with that under the Public Order Act. And people can take those conversations, those viewpoints, those beliefs, and go online, talk to their family, talk to their friends. They don't have to stand outside of the buildings where these services are taking place. I don't think it makes a difference. Is that not the point? Is that not the point of protest? That you do take it outside the places where these things happen? Do you understand what I'm saying? Is that, is, to, is that the point of protest? point of being insensitive and hurtful and potentially harassing, I mean, the whole, is, is the point to express your own beliefs or is the point to try to change somebody's mind? I don't understand why it has to be within the 100 feet because I don't, if it's to change people's viewpoints and opinions, it's, I don't believe that's actually the case. As somebody who's had a termination in America where there were people outside of a hospital walking past them with their signs, whether in their images made no difference to my decision. My decision had already been made, and seeing those images was not going to change my mind. So if this is being done, uh, that's my big question, is why does it have to be within 100 feet of the hospital? Well, let me ask Maureen. Well, let me ask Maureen. Maureen, hmm. when people yes, protest, Maureen, and I don't know whether you've protested outside the hospital or whatever it is, but have you, by the way, have you protested, Maureen? Um, well, no, we didn't have protests here, but what we did was we did. We used to do um, a walk around the whole hospital. A walk around? Um, and would, praying, you, ha- yeah, would, yeah, would yeah. you have banners or posters? No, no, playing a rosary. Oh, with rosary beads, okay. Yeah, and, on and, the okay. Saturday of the month. That, that, yeah, that's something okay, that... Okay, so that Michelle, the, um, Michelle is saying she's not disagreeing with your right to hold a view and hold an opinion, but she is disagreeing with your right to do it in a certain place because she's wondering what... You know, when somebody stands there with a poster of a coffin or a fetus or rosary beads or whatever it happens to be, what are you hoping to achieve? Do you think somebody's going to change their mind? Because by suggesting somebody's going yes, to change their mind means people are making the, the decision yes. on a whim. No, no, that's the end. Yes. You're hoping they're going any to change their minds. Baby, and yes, any unborn baby that is saved. Okay, so what's the, and what, what data, do you have any data in relation to, say, the Mary Stokes? I haven't got it at the moment. No, 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 I'm, 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 well, well, anecdotal would do fine. Do you have any data that suggests that by standing outside Mary Stokes in the UK, for example, or clinics in America or clinics here in Ireland, that anybody had actually changed their mind? Well, yes, I think Precious Life in Belfast. Um, they've had a few um, cases where women have changed their minds. So what you um, I want do they offer them leaflets outside saying you know yeah, there's an alternative? Yes, they do, but they also after before care mm-hmm. and after care. This is what Gianna Care and all the pro life groups in this country. This is what they do. It's not just not about standing outside and protesting. It's about offering help. These women who change them, I want to keep their baby, are taken care of before baby is born and well after the baby is born. This is what the other side don't understand. We are accused of just more being caring about the baby in the womb and we don't give a damn when it's born. That's not the case. That isn't true. There are plenty of testimonies to women 
who have been looked after by pro-life groups and given all the help and assistance they need. We, they've even found places for them to live. So that's that's a lie that's been thrown about. Okay, us well, 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 okay, we okay, M- Michelle. Okay, so you, she makes the point that certain groups, and, I, and I'm aware of certain groups who are a bit more professional at doing it, I suppose, to, or more organised at doing it. Yes, their um, organisation. Yeah. Okay, Michelle. Yeah. That some women, some women, maybe have given it a second thought and offered or taken up the offer of support services, and from that, even if it saves the life, as far as she's concerned, of one unborn child, it's worth it. Michelle, sorry. I, res- I, 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 res- I respect that viewpoint. I still don't think it needs to take place outside of the clinic. Well, it wouldn't I work if it wasn't th- outside the clinic, would it? I mean, there'd be no point in them protesting or standing well, with the blackguards 100 metres up the road. You know, wouldn't see them. It, 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 people do see them. People do see them. Because when I was in America, I saw them all over the place. I saw them outside Planned Parenthood. I saw them outside the hospital. What the 100 feet does is it, it prevents people from provoking, mm-hmm. which, which be- does begin to happen. And not only provoking yeah, but, people or trying to change their minds, but also harassing people who decide to walk past, who do not hold want on a your second. leaflet, who do uh, not so feel the same second, way Michelle. you do. Michelle. Go ahead, Maureen. Listen, we, we here in this country, we have a constitution. It is enshrined in the constitution. We have the right to peaceful protest. Peaceful assembly, yes. And, and peaceful by the way, yeah, but yeah, there, the, yeah, but there is wording in that constitution that you can't impede... Um, uh, somebody else from going about their day-to-day business. But they're not impeded. Nobody is stopped, Kyle, or impeded from entering the building. Well, you, you could argue the definition of the word impeding could also be, you know, psychological. Well, exactly, or... but you see, yes, taking out of context, because impede means to block. People need and to start understanding the in English language. That is, exact, that is exactly what happens in America, where people well, here. are standing in front of the doors. People have to cross a line to get into their clinic. Maureen, it happened in the UK too, and you're aware of it, I'm sure, Maureen, at the Mary Stopes clinics in the UK. But we're not in the UK now. No, no, we're I'm just saying... I'm Irish ju- people here. I know what you're saying, but we're talking about Irish people, so let's stick to, to here, because this is happening now. They're trying to do it to us, so let's stick with this I mean, I mean, Michelle, can I ask you a question? You know... Over the last three or four, three years since abortion, it was four years now, since abortion came into Ireland, um, I haven't seen large protests outside clinics or hospitals. I've seen the odd person or the odd group of three or four people for a couple of hours with rosary beads and a few posters. I haven't seen much. Does it really warrant this? It's a bit of a sledgehammer to crack a nut, isn't it, Michelle? This is not America, and I say that respectfully, and it's not UK with Mary Stopes either. It seems to be quite different, and I haven't heard of anybody fighting or shouting or roaring or large groups of people protesting, upsetting women. I haven't seen it happen, Michelle. So is the legislation necessary? I would, I would think so. As a preventative, <laughs> I think anything is possible. I think anything is possible going forward. And it's the, it's the small town clinic that I w- that I would you know drive past on my way to work, not where I access services. But there were days when there were very few people there. There were days when there was one person there. And there were also days when there were groups had come together. And it didn't happen, you know, overnight. It was over time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you, yes, so, and you saw them outside these places. I'm sorry, were you working? Yes. Well, sorry, Michelle, sorry to interrupt. But were you working in the industry? And, or No, 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 no. I was not, I was not working in the industry. Um, I would just <laughs> obviously be... <laughs> supportive of, of a person's right to choose what, whatever they want to do with their body. Mm-hmm. I access termination services myself in 
2006. Okay. So I and, would have, and if and I'm I not being rude, and if, if I'm not being rude, if I'm being too personal, please don't answer the question. But the reason that you accessed termination services at the time was it just because the pregnancy wasn't planned and wasn't the right time in your life? Is 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 that the reason, or was there other reasons? My reason was because I had an on again, off again relationship with an abusive partner. Okay. Okay. And and in America, if um, one person he was in another state. I was in my state, so there would have been a custody battle between uh, states and the on-again, off-again relationship. That's when I, when I got off birth control because I wasn't with him. And then, you know, we, we met up one evening because all it takes is the one time. Of course, we know that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all it takes is the one time. And I had decided that I did not want to be and have my life tied to somebody who was abusive and I had definitely thought about having a child with him and that child being around somebody who was abusive and, and for those and, who think people make that decision lightly you know the, you know to terminate a pregnancy or end a pregnancy I'm sure it's something that you thought about long and hard before you make that ultimate decision I knew I knew rather quickly okay I knew I knew rather quickly given the history of abuse I sat with it for a day a day and then I chatted to my family and my friends who were supportive and walking past, uh, you know, a line of people or one person or somebody with the rosary, rosary beads in America would not have changed my mind whatsoever. Did it, ups- my did it upset you? Made up. Did it upset you to walk past people who were protesting? Did that upset you? It wouldn't have upset me. It wouldn't have made me feel guilty. I would have been like, oh, God. Okay, but you're a, strong, it, you're a stronger person. Some people might say it upset them. Yeah, <laughs> my but my mind was my mind was made up. But I would have had friends now who had access services, and it was upsetting for them. You know, or they had you know lost. I mean, Ma- Maureen, can you? Was not going to live. So what <laughs> is what is the point in upsetting people? <laughs> what is the point? You know, when people have made up their mind, and yes, there may be one or two people who are wavering and maybe those people will change their mind when they get into the clinic and have a have that conversation with their provider. Okay, just just finally Maureen before we get to the break. Maureen, it was all well and good 4 years ago before the laws were brought in, but the laws are there now. The individuals or the women that are going in to have the services are not breaking the law. They're not doing anything illegal. And, you know, Michelle obviously made the mind her mind up quite quickly and you weren't going to, to tear her if you had been outside, but there are women, other women out there that you may be upsetting. Does that bother you? No, Nyla, it doesn't. Okay. Because it's upsetting to me and it's upsetting to... to are you upset Christians listening to Michelle? Because life has been taken. Are you upset and listening to Michelle and what she described and the reasons why she decided to have a termination? Are you upset by that? Oh, be, uh, yeah, I, I, actually, I was, I was trying to watch my two-year-old granddaughter okay. at the same time and listen. Um, it was something to do with a, a, a relationship, was it? Yes, an abuse, she was in an abusive relationship, an on-and-off abusive relationship. It's the life of her child. Mm-hmm. Sorry? I mean, there are women out there on the island, you and I know this, yeah. who have been in abusive relationships. They, they didn't sacrifice their children. Okay, listen, I have to go to a break. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Uh, let me know, do you uh, disagree or agree uh, with um, these protests outside clinics? Thank you very much indeed, Michelle, and I appreciate, by the way, your honesty in relation to the way you talked about it. Um, um, all right, uh, we'll take one or two more. 087-188-0008. Sorry, no, Tom here. Can't come on. Um, just on that woman's point uh, about beliefs and them saying the rosary outside uh, these places 
um, a Muslim woman died in this this country some years ago who doesn't have the same beliefs but because of other people's beliefs she was denied the right so she was for an abortion she was she was denied the right to live so it was because of other people's beliefs like what does that woman think about that thanks now all right of course religion does play a huge role in all this tracy you're in ireland's classic kids how you doing tracy hi now how are you do now tracy do you agree with the idea of bringing in legislation uh to ban people from standing outside peacefully or otherwise standing outside places that provide abortion services i do 100 percent. yeah okay and, um, and why do you feel so strongly about it yourself I do. Uh, first and foremost, um, I am Catholic myself, like Noreen. However, I don't believe in that practice of standing outside and intimidating women going in to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, myself, I had to have a medical abortion um, at least six years ago now. I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry I had an ectopic pregnancy. Yeah. And I remember asking the midwife at the time are you sure, are you 100% sure that this baby is not a viable pregnancy and they they reassured me and still I was so upset to sign that piece of paper if I had to go past those women and men who are standing outside, peacefully or not that would have devastated me so to see even people more, standing there with posters of coffins yeah. and posters of this, that, yeah, or the other, that would have upset you. Even course, more, yeah. I needed to have that abortion. I don't agree with abortion on my own personal from level. A moral, from a moral point but, of view, you don't agree yeah, with it, yes. For me, for me, but I don't agree that I should impose my will on some other woman who has gone through any number of different circumstances. You cannot turn around and say that it is not going to intimidate them walking in. It's going to intimidate them. Even just them being silent and holding up images, mm-hmm. it's going to intimidate women that are going in there. And most of them don't want to be doing it, but they need to do it. You know, it's... But, but do... It's not I, I mean, okay, and I mentioned this earlier on, um, and I'm just giving you the counter-argument. And the, the argument yeah. is, if you look at places like the United States of America or the United Kingdom, um, they're quite militant in the way they protest. Whereas, but from yeah. what I've seen in Ireland... It tends to be just one or two people, you know, and they're not always there. Um, yeah. One or two people standing outside, you know, with rosary beads in their hand or maybe a poster. As Some of the posters can be quite offensive to people who are in a sensitive yeah. situation. I can understand that. But but in saying that, they tend to be, they don't harass anybody. They tend not to anyway. There's no shouting and roaring going on or calling no. people names. Or That's not what I've seen so far. Now, don't get me wrong, however, if that happened in the future, maybe we could talk about it again. Yeah, but however, the, the fact that they're there... Okay. That is intimidating to a woman who is going in to have an abortion and doesn't fully want to have it. If if you don't understand what I'm saying, I didn't want to have that abortion. But if I know, I and, and that must have really hurt you. I was dead. My children who are alive, my two older children who are alive at the time, would have been left without a mother. So was the thing that I should have just carried on with the pregnancy and died? Do you know that way? And I know, you, you said, I mean, you described it well yourself there, you know, that, you know, when you looked at that piece of paper that you had to sign, yeah. that consent form, that you had to sign to have a yeah, termination okay. of your own pregnancy, which is the last thing you wanted to do, um, because, because as you said yourself, you asked the doctor, are you sure this pregnancy is not viable? Yeah. And they told you no. And, and you didn't want to sign it, but you had to. And well, to save it. your own and, life. And the gentleman who just did the voice clip before I came on, as you said, and we were actually just watching an episode of um, Reeling in the Air last night. 
and it actually showed that case, that girl. Savita had a panel. Yeah. yeah. And I got, we, we, myself and my husband had this conversation, this exact conversation last night. And I got so upset and I thought, you know what? That girl could still be alive. I mean, it was only a couple of years later that I had the medical abortion. Mm. You know, th- it was always there. It was just whether or not the doctor chose to give it to you. Whether they agreed to it or not, it should have been given to that girl. It should have been given to any girl who needed it on medical grounds. And I, as I said, I don't personally agree with abortion myself on the level for me to get rid of a child because, you know, that's, that's not me. But I don't agree with impeding on other women's choices. Stay there, just for, stay there for a second, Tracy, if you can. Let me go to Cora Sherlock. Yeah. Uh, Cora, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Niles. Um, well, the government, the Cabinet, has approved legislation that will see safe access zones set up around facilities that provide abortion services, which are many facilities, by the way, even if they're planned to provide the services there. Uh, you don't agree with this uh, taking away, this infringement on the right to protest? Yeah, I don't. I think it, this is a very serious issue, Niall, and I think it's something that, regardless of your position on abortion, um, you should really be concerned about, because what we're talking about here is a an attempt to curtail people's right to speech, their right to assembly, their right to movement. Essentially, what we're saying is that um, we don't like your views on abortion, therefore you're not allowed to make them make them known in the public arena. I think that's very serious, and like I say, everybody should be very concerned about it. I mean, I, I mean, people are entitled to have their views. They're on the radio here today having their views. Tracy is a Catholic. She disagrees with abortion. Sadly, she had a situation a few years ago where she had to have a medical abortion because she had an epitopic pregnancy. Uh, so to save her own life, she had to sign a form. She said that broke her heart to do that. But she said mm. the last thing she wants to see is somebody standing outside that where she's going to access that service, you know, with a picture of a little coffin or, you know, rosary beads in her hand because that would mm. be insensitive to her and upsetting to her. I, I know and I, I appreciate that and I am really sorry I was listening to, to Tracy's story there and I would sympathise with her. Um, it, the thing is, now we, we always have situations in society um, that are going to be difficult. We have people who agree with them taking place, who disagree. The fundamental basis of a democratic society is that you are allowed to make your case known, that the government will not curtail it. I mean, think about what we're talking about here. At the end of the day, we are singling out people to say that your views are um, can be criminalised. And I think this time it's abortion. What is it going to be next time? Um, we're, this is a very dangerous precedent and it's completely disproportionate. Let's bear in mind that the, the commissioner, the Garda commissioner, Drew Harris, has already told the government that he's satisfied with existing public order legislation, that there is no need to bring in this legislation if there's any issue that occurs outside an abortion clinic, from either side, it has to be said, then the legislation is in place to deal with it. So this is entirely discriminatory. Um, there's no doubt about that. I mean, Tracy, I'm listening to what Cora is saying, and, and I do respect what she's saying, because if we, in our constitution, we do have a right to peaceful assembly, and we do have a right in the constitution to freedom of expression. And what we're doing now is essentially, although it may upset you, Tracy, and it may upset other people who are making a tough decision, it is taking away other people's right to disagree with the decision I you've made. I don't have an issue with people's right to protest. I really don't. What I have an issue about is it's converged around the doorways of any facility that is going to offer a girl or a lady. But isn't that the purpose the, of protest? That you do it at the place no, where I it's mean, happening? 
Isn't that How the many step- times have we had protests walking down the main street in Dublin where it's been a peaceful protest and they walked up to, to government buildings or they walked up to um, the president's house? You know, we, we you can have a protest. It can be a protest that doesn't have to involve directly those women who have to go through those doors. That doesn't have to, to be the case. I'm not saying to stop protests. By all means, protest. But if, any, but if anything untoward happens, I mean, with respect, if anything untoward, in other words, if, you know, what happened in the UK, so for example, let's say Mary Stokes clinics and on some yeah. occasions, or in America where people were attacked, literally, uh, there's already legislation there. The Public Order Act makes provision for harassment and harassing people in a public place. Yeah. And at the point Cora's making is this is regressive, it's draconian, it's, you know, a sledgehammer to crack a nut. And, and if we allow this to happen... The poor point is, what next? Look, you know what I mean? From, we we do live in a democracy, I suppose. my own personal view, yeah. and my personal view is, by all means, protest, but not outside the door of a facility where a girl and a woman has to go in to abort their child when they n- might necessarily even want to do that, but they have to do that. Cora, just, just finally, be, well, well hang, hang on, Cora, just before we get into the break, Cora, you do, you do understand the insensitivity of it, Cora, don't you? I, once again, I'd have to say that I 100% sympathise with Tracy. I know many people who've been in her situation, and I know that it's it's very difficult. I think that this country and the way that um, abortion advocates, it has to be said, have approached this issue has been extremely insensitive. Um, you know, I don't see the Together for S group, the Together for Yes group, who are pushing this um, this legislation. They don't address the fact that there was a group of abortion advocates who lined up outside the Rotunda Hospital during the referendum, dressed as angels with a big repeal heart on them. I think they were called angels for yes. Those kind of things, Niall, are conveniently ignored because we're not talking about that. What we're talking about um, is the, the intention and the determination of abortion advocates in this country and the politicians who support them to completely stamp out the views of people who are opposed to abortion. Like I think Tracy said that she is People like that deserve to have their rights and their voices heard in a completely peaceful way. We're not talking about violence here. I would be very much opposed to violence coming from either side. But just think about that. Angels for yes outside the rotunda where women are also um, dealing with difficult situations but together for yes and not addressing that at all. All right, well, thank you very much indeed, Cora Sherlock. Thank you, Tracy, by the way, for sharing your story with us as well. Uh, the number's 87 188 know what you think. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 First was three, now there's one. I'm referring to John O'D, who, as we speak, is protesting outside a clinic. John. Yes, good evening and now, good afternoon. Now, I, I believe there was three of you protesting earlier on, but now there's only one. I'm assuming, John, you don't do this every day of the week. No, 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 no. This is just, uh, I've been outside this, this facility before because the individual concerned like, was very high up as the gas pushing abortion, not only in my city, but right around the country, right, as a medic, and has criticised. Actually, they talk about bullying and intimidation. The last time I was up here, I came up on my own, and the thing is, the, 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 one, the individual came out and took my picture and put it up on Twitter with comments and 
then forwarded on to Stephen Donnelly and a host of other people, all without my consent. So what about the bullying and intimidation? Well, well, they're, well, well, they're entitled to take a photograph here in a public place. That's neither here nor there. Okay, but but it, but nobody should be bullying or intimidating anybody. But but well, it, John, can I ask you a question? So well, when, when yeah, you're when when you're standing there outside, you know, the clinic or the service that's been yeah, providing yeah. a termination uh, service uh, in mm-hmm. your area. What are you doing and how far would you be from the front door? I wouldn't be outside the front door. We'd be in the public footpath. So, I mean, the last time of the Gardaí were threatened to be called and I told the individual concerns. By all means, you have my full permission to call the Gardaí. I will deal with the Gardaí when I come. Yeah, well, you, well to, currently at the moment, you're not doing anything illegal until the legislation has passed. No, no. And even when the legislation has passed forward, if it does come in, and the other caller was right, it was on night. They, they're hell-bent. I'm stifling any pro-life fights whatsoever. It'll come to the stage if you... Well, no, 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 no. They're only saying that you can't do it outside a clinic. You can do it yeah, as, as much as you want it's anywhere it's else. You're doing it now, meters. aren't you? No, but, no, listen to me, please. It's 100 metres. Then there'll be 200 metres. Eventually, what they will do, if you're standing in Patrick Street with a pro-life poster, you'll be approached by Guardian who said that you'll have... Someone has complained about that, and if you don't remove it, you will be fined. Now, if this comes in... It's completely unconstitutional. It's going against my religion as a, as a Christian to have a prayer meeting outside, anywhere like that. We are not going to harass anyone. We are there for one person, one person only. And that's the unborn choice. Okay, so, so I, okay, so what, I want to know, uh, give people an idea of what you're doing. So you're standing outside the clinic. And yep. let's say I'm a woman and I'm coming mm-hmm. along, you know, to, to use services. Now, you don't know what services I'm going to use, but you, yep. you see me yep. going in. Do you say anything to me? No, the silent protest completely. On my sign, well, it's a double-edged sign that we had this morning. And what did your sign say? 21,000 Irish babies mothered by abortion and a picture of a child. On the other side... Okay, can, says, can, you, can you understand, and I'm sure many of your followers and your pro-life people and campaigners all agree with your poster and think it's wonderful, right? Yeah, but, yeah. but can you understand why a woman who maybe have been given really bad news about her pregnancy you know, maybe had a miscarriage or like Tracy who was on before the break lost her pregnancy due to an, uptuck, an ectopic pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah. you understand why they would be upset seeing your post? Well, I'm only there for one reason. I'm my fellow pro-lifers. Right? We were there no, 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 answer the question, John. Can you understand why they would be upset by that? Well, I, I, can't, I can't look... You I, can, I, I John. Come on, John. You're a clever man. I'm no, sure but you the can understand thing is, I mean, how am I supposed to differentiate between the person who intentionally is taking But you the can't. Of, of this is the point. Right? Isn't that the very point? You can't differentiate because they don't have a sign on them telling you what services they're going in for. So the point is, you will have women who are going in for terminations of pregnancy, but you'll also have women going in who've lost their baby to no fault of their own or of were course, having a difficult pregnancy. And, and what about the people that have come up to me in the past that have lost children, like... And if came over to me and said, well done, because you're actually honouring my stillborn child. This happened outside in the COH. People approached us and they said, we're t- thankful that you're here because we lost our child who still, uh, was stillborn. And we're thankful that you're here because the main reason we're there, not to harass anyone, it's for, the, to, just for a, a symbolic gesture for the unborn child whose life will be very short once it goes through that gate or else by taking tablets coming out of the GP surgery. And if they bring in the legislation... If they try and bring it in, I definitely will challenge it. I will end up inside in jail if I have to. And if I come out, I'll do that over again. So when the legislation comes in and Stephen Donnelly hopes to have it in before the end of this year, it's already gone through the, the cabinet, he hopes to have it in by the end of this year, which will restrict you to being at least 100 metres away from that premises, or indeed no any premises, you, you are not going to abide by the I legislation. I have no intention of my other fellow. In fact, if anything, this is going to ramp up these protests even more. And I don't care. I'll I have stand a funny feeling you're right, judge, actually, And I'll tell the judge, look, when you, if, if you're going to put me into jail, 
I'll pay no fine, number one. And if you're going to jail me, when I come out, I will do this all over again. Listen, John, thank you very much indeed. There you go. John O'Dea, currently outside a place that uh, has abortion services as we speak. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I-